Hello and welcome back to What Do You Know For Sure podcast with me, Anne Hughes. In this conversation, I'm joined by Lindsay Veet, who has an organisation, a company called Body Confidence. And I spoke at one of her events back in those heady days when we could have events in September 2019, I think. And this is a great conversation because we kick off with that knowing that we're always on the right path, which is something that really, really resonates with me. But then we go into talking about our confidence and how we feel about ourselves and how we talk to ourselves and the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves and how our aspirations almost are affected by the way we think about the way we look or the way we are. Um, So it's a really interesting conversation that makes me want to read a wee bit more and engage a wee bit more with all the stuff that Lindsay's doing. So I hope that you enjoy it. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. No, thank you for having me. Uh-huh. Tell us a wee bit about you. So I am a body confidence coach. Um, I live in East Kilbride and I basically help people feel better about themselves, feel more confident in the way that they look, um, more accepting of the way that they look and sort of seeing life as a bigger picture and, you know, help them work towards the sort of vision that they have for themselves in the future. And also part of that often involves helping work with them to improve their relationship with food, which can be heavily linked to to body image. So, yeah, I live in East Kilbride with my family. We've got, um, I've got my partner and our two-year-old son. So, working at home like everybody else at the moment too. Uh Uh-huh. And, oh, this is just, this is all fascinating, isn't it? What you're even starting to talk about just now, about that relationship we've got with ourselves. So tell me, what do you know for sure? Well, I was having a think about this, obviously. And I guess one thing that I know for sure is that, uncertainty exists in life but the main thing that came up for me was that we're always on the path that we're meant to be on Mm. even sometimes if it feels if it doesn't always feel that way it's you know we're always where we're meant to be in life it's one of our most overused phrases as it's all perfect even when the shit is hitting the fan I will say but it's all perfect so I really do resonate with you (laughs) yes Uh (laughs) and I think I'm not massively spiritual, but I do I do place a lot of trust in the universe, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. and you know that things generally work out as as they're meant to. And I guess when we think about like how we look as well, you know, there's no mistakes in how we look. We look how we look. And yeah. the the thing that causes us the upset is the stories that we tell ourselves about how we look. So when we think that we should be slimmer that we should look younger you know that we shouldn't eat this or we should eat that that these are the things that cause us to feel bad they do you know and we're our own worst enemy really a lot we of the time mm-hmm. and often the way we judge ourselves is so much harsher than the way we we judge others like if your best friend came to you and said you know they needed advice because they weren't feeling great about themselves or that sort of thing we would probably be really good at giving them yeah. advice being supportive but we aren't mm-hmm. always like that with ourselves like we we can spiral really really easily you know if we make choices that we think why did I do that instead of like thinking right okay well I'm, I forgive myself because that's the best way to move forward and I'm going to just be kind to myself from from now onwards yeah. we end up sort of beating ourselves up about it more and when the one thing is we want to feel the one thing we want to feel is better and we end up feeling worse because we're so hard on ourselves. Aye. And see, when you reflect on life, 
Do you reflect on the fact that you have always been on the right path, even when it hasn't felt like that, perhaps? Yeah, I think everything leads to where you are now. That's the main thing. And I guess part of the beauty of it is that what we're doing now is leading to something more in the future. And we don't know what it is at the moment, which is, I guess, where the uncertainty comes in. But we, we go with it. But yeah, when I think back even sort of five years ago, did I think I would ever be a body confidence coach probably not Mm -hmm. you know I was working in the corporate world and through that job I managed to do get involved in some events which I then started to really focus on body confidence and that sort of thing how we felt about ourselves and with a couple of events in my corporate job and then I thought there's there's really something in this you know there's lots of people talking about body confidence but not everybody is sort of sharing how to improve it yeah, you know, we 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 do get told quite a lot, you know, to to love our bodies and to to be kinder to ourselves, but we don't always know how. Like, what are the practical things that we can do to help with that? So it, that led me to to start running some events as well, which is obviously um, how I met you. Yeah. And then while they were having a good practical impact and helping people feel good, I felt like the coaching side of things would would have even more of a practical impact, and you know, I would be able to work more closely with people and mm-hmm. and like teach them the how if you know what I mean yeah yeah and I think if we if we chat a wee bit about that body confidence and I suppose confidence in general when you feel good in yourself then you can trust your path is what I would think isn't it so what you know while you're not overly talking about the the body confidence stuff you do even the concept of trusting that you're on the right path you need to feel confident in the decisions you're making don't you yeah, and body image help, it impacts so many different aspects of our life, one of which is actually our aspirations. So if mm-hmm. we've got low body image, then our aspirations are likely to be lower in terms of the things that we believe we can do in the future. You know, we sort of don't rate our abilities as highly. Um, our relationships suffer. Often, you know, our performance at work can suffer. And our overall mental health and confidence um, is probably going to be lower um, if our body image is poor whereas on the flip side if we've got really positive body image then we've got a greater sense of being able to achieve things in the future yeah Yeah, and I think what what I think is such is such a good timing that I think we're chatting about this because now is hopefully we're recording this in April now 2021 and hopefully we're starting to come out of pandemic and you see all these people putting up maybe silly gifts and things about how they realise that their workclothes don't fit them anymore and that they're going to have to maybe, if they get to put on summer clothes, are the summer clothes going to fit them? Do they want to wear summery clothes? And so there's two things here for me, right? Because I can, I mean, I've always been a curvy girl. Have I put on weight? I've maybe put on a stone or stone. I've not put on so much weight that I feel I look that different, really. Not really. But there's two things going on here. One, is it about going on a diet? And trying to lose weight, which for me it's it, it's not really because I would be miserable. <laughs> and two, it's about can I just love me as I am now? Can I maybe yeah. start eating a bit healthier, but not standing on a scale every two days? And can I just actually look in the mirror and love me? Yeah. So where did where would your advice, I suppose, be for where women put themselves? Therefore, at this time, where we're all in that place. Yeah. Well. Definitely, we need to focus on what it is that we're looking forward to as we come out of lockdown. Mm -hmm. And the things that we're probably looking forward to, 
are probably not going to be affected by how we look. So we want yeah. to see our families. We want right. to laugh. We want to be around people. We want to get back to some of our old routines that we maybe miss. But when it comes to, you know, how we want to feel about our bodies in terms of like food and diet and that sort of thing I mean there I can speak for ages about this but the evidence shows that sort of you know dieting and being on that diet cycle doesn't actually work in the long term um, and actually all it does is make us feel like we can't stick to a diet and um, when the reality is no like the things that we're trying are just not the right things. You know, we're trying to restrict ourselves. We've got forbidden foods. We've got all these rules about what we should and shouldn't be eating, when we shouldn't be, shouldn't be eating them. And all that does is undermine our enjoyment of A, life and B, food. So there's exactly. And I resonate with that wrong. so much, having been on that diet cycle you're talking about for almost yeah. 46 and a few weeks, almost 46 years, my weight has just yo-yoed the whole time. And ultimately, yeah. I, I end up back in a place where actually I've put on a bit more weight since the last time I went on a diet. And then you get back to the top of the cycle and uh-huh. you think I'm going to start a diet. Uh-huh. Exactly. So the reality is it, it was never going to be sustainable because, you know, it wasn't a long term solution. So really what I work with clients on is actually thinking about, you know, how do they want to feel in the future? What choices can they make, including their food choices, that will help? you know, pointing the needle towards those feelings. Yeah. Um, how can we tune more into our bodies and make our decisions around what we eat and when we eat based on what our bodies are telling us? Because yeah. when we were younger, like I've got a two-year-old, he just, he eats when he's hungry. Aye. He stops eating when he's full. Aye. He eats the things he likes. Um, and, he, you know, he doesn't uh-huh. eat the things that he doesn't like. Yeah. And most of all, I think we just need to sort of ditch the rules that we've, that we've sort of inherited along the way. You know, a lot of the time we don't even realise that we're following these unwritten rules. And so we've got messages from our family or people that we grew up with that were around us when we grew up that have shaped, you know, a lot of the um, choices that we make around our food. And society gives us loads of messages about what we should and shouldn't be eating, how we should and shouldn't look. And I think we almost need to, like, tune back into ourselves. Yep. And it does come down to getting really clear on how we want to feel and making the choices that help us uh-huh. feel that way. And it's about what you've mentioned there about being really that dialogue you've got going on in your own head. And I really am my own best pal most of the time. Yeah. And, and it's interesting when we did that event, which God, that was when people actually gathered in places and you had invited me to speak at that event. And the woman whose name is slapping my mind just now, who started Body Confidence, what is she called again? Astrid. Astrid. So Astrid comes in and this whole concept we've got that you need to be skinny to look fabulous and all that. Astrid was not skinny. But oh my God, she was a head turner. She filled a room with her smile, with her energy. She was absolutely gorgeous and she was doing all this strutting and all that. And it was like, it was dead liberating watching Astrid be so fabulously comfortable in her own body. Yeah. That it was almost like quite overwhelming. Just even thinking about it just now, I'm feeling joy thinking about <laughs> watching Astrid. Right? Yeah. And it's like, so, and I have this, so, like most women, I have this conversation with myself quite often. It's like, right, so you could lose a few pounds, but you do look fabulous, Annie. So just don't be, don't be giving yourself a hard time. And it's such a hard, you know, we don't need to f- fulfill the society's norms. What they told us to look like does not matter. Doesn't it? No, it doesn't. And and the thing is, if we think that looking that way 
will be this panacea of happiness. Exactly. It really just won't, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have people, you know, lost weight thinking that that is going to be the thing that will make them happy? Mm -hmm. But they don't feel any, I've done it, you know, in the past. Years ago, I lost loads of weight at one point, thinking that that was what I needed to do to to, be happy. to sort of yeah shake mm-hmm. this sort of unhappiness feeling that I had. But of course, it was you know it was nothing to do with that in the end. I was actually more miserable because not only was I still unhappy, but I was not enjoying any of the food <laughs> that I previously enjoyed. Exactly. So, exactly. so and then I, you know I guess that I realised that that you know there was a load of other things like going on in my life that I needed to sort out, and that generally is what what the reality is it's not it's not how we look or what we weigh that is necessarily causing us the unhappiness uh-huh. um, and what do you say to this whole conversation that can sometimes happen when like me I've been flipping or maybe say well I can't lose too much weight because I'm of an age where my face will get baggy and I would rather have a fat arse and know a baggy face than have a baggy face and a skinny ass you know um but it is healthier these people that are but it is healthier to lose weight and you need to think about what is healthier and I think well I'm actually doing all right I've always carried a few extra pounds I've survived some shit that most people don't I think I'm doing all right in terms of my healthiness I have I have hardly drank at all in lockdown I can tell you hardly any alcohol has passed my lips and I'm like, well, I think I'm doing all right. And is it no more important that actually I feel good about myself than I feel like my own greatest enemy? So what is your chat with that, with people that are getting told that it'd be healthier to lose weight? I'm doing it in a voice, I mean, I mean it. <laughs> I think we need to look at health as an overall picture, though. I mean, it's, ah. it's healthier to enjoy your life uh-huh. and to have, and to find... It's healthy to find a sense of balance, I think. And I think, to me it feels unhealthy to focus so heavily on one aspect of mm-hmm. our lives. Yes. And, you know, of course, it's important to, to eat a range of foods that are, you know, some are nutritionally better for us and more nourishing for us, and some are less nourishing, but we enjoy them and yes. we can still eat them. And it's just about finding a sense of balance that helps us feel good. Yeah. Um, so health to me is... It's not just about physical health, and there's, it's definitely not. It's not the case that everyone who's slimmer is healthier than people who are um, less slim. So, I just think we need to look at it as the overall picture. You know, the healthiest way to live is to have a balanced life that you you're enjoying. Yeah, yeah. And so, if we go right back to to what we started on about being on the path we're meant to be on, do you think that's something you'll carry right through the future that you'll always just be trusting? I think I will now because I think if anything, I feel it more as I get older. Mm, you know, I feel more I trusted mm-hmm. because I've seen how all the previous paths have, you know, merged into where I am now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can only see my sort of trust getting stronger. Yeah, I mean, I've recorded so many of these conversations now, and it has come up in previous conversations that whole notion when speaking to women in, you know, in their 40s and 50s, that, gosh, I wish I had been as confident in myself and as sure of myself in my 20s as I am now because, oh, my God, it would have been a different life. It's a fascinating yeah. place to get to, isn't it? It is, and it's hard because we can, some, we can only get to it with experience in some ways, can't we? I um, so I suppose we have to be grateful to that. But, yeah, but a lot of the clients who come to me are, you know, they are at that point where they're like, why have I spent most of my adult life 
feeling like this or battling with this or struggling with this. You know, I'm like in my forties now, and I I want things to be different. You know, I want the rate. I don't want the next twenty years to look like sort of the last twenty have in terms of how I felt about myself or the struggles that I've had with my relationship with food and that sort of thing. So, as we get to that sort of I guess, dare I say it, middle age point. <laughs> I suppose we are in a bit, a lot better position in some ways um, yeah. to reflect on things. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me on the chat. I'm going to put your link to your website in the commentary below this show because I think that like, this whole notion of having more body confidence is one that most women, all women perhaps, could really, really engage with. And I know you do a lot of stuff online and I know we're not in a time of events, but the event that you did, what, 18 months ago now was such yeah. a good day. It was such a good day talking about what body confidence, all these different women talking about what body confidence means for them. Um, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Lindsay. Oh, thank you, Anne. What a pleasure. Lovely to speak to you. Thank you. Hello and thank you for joining me on this episode of What Do You Know For Sure podcast. If you would like to connect with me, you can do that across social media by searching and Hughes Ignite. If I refer to my radio show and the podcast, you can catch those on my Mixcloud. Again, just searching and Hughes Ignite. And if you or anybody you know want to answer this question with me, please do get in touch. Just go onto my website, anhughesignite.co.uk and fill in the contact page at the bottom and I'll be delighted to have this conversation with you too. Thank you.